Jerry O'Reilly, whom some of you know, was a camper and went on to be a counselor and then wrote Face the Music, which many of you have seen in the Pasquani stage. He realized as a camper that we were going to need a bugler the next summer. Actually, I planned this talk and theme long before I knew we were going to need a bugler this summer. He had never played any brass instrument before, but decided to teach himself. Over the course of that winter, he learned, and the next summer, he became our official camp bugler. As I mentioned last year, I, was, I had listened to an interview with J.K. Rowling, and a comment that she made struck me that Harry Potter doesn't know he's a wizard. And many of us don't know that we are wizards. Think of the people around us whose wizardry we can see easily. Mike Grant is constantly waving his magic hammer and making things better around us. We heard delightful music on opening day from three talented counselors. Playing a song of Alec Bolton, a past counselor who is now a professional musician. I think we've all seen Jack Anderson's work on his video, much to our delight. Doug, I mentioned, as a scheduling wizard and a wizard at figuring out how to make things go better. But these guys were not born wizards. That's one of the differences with Harry Potter, I guess. There was something about each of those abilities that fascinated and drew them. And then they worked hard to build those skills. Each one of those guys has a growth mindset, knows that he can get better at things through work, through building his art. I'm sure that there is a skill, despite their wizardry with a guitar, with wood, with scheduling, with video, that each of them is still working to learn or improve. Jerry consciously chose and created his wizardry with the bugle. These things tend to all be much more tangible. They're much easier to grasp, much more physical, but they're also ways in which we should be aspiring to be wizards intangibly, in ways you aren't as easy to see. Beverly Daniel Tatum, who is a college classmate of mine and president emeritus of Spelman College, spoke at the 2016 Wesleyan graduation, and apparently, I didn't know this, I saw a summary of the talk, paraphrased Fred Beekner quoted Fred Beekner and paraphrased Thomas Jefferson when she said, may you find for yourselves that place where your deep gladness meets the world's deep need. The place where your deep gladness meets the world's deep need. Jerry saw the world's need. He saw we needed a bugler and he made it his gladness. He went after it. One of our opportunities this summer and in our lives is to develop wizardry in something. 
maybe a few things. That's one of the adventures before us. When someone asked the terminally ill patient how he was dealing with it, he said it helped him when he heard someone point out that most of us are temporarily enabled. We go from being frail as a baby to being frail in old age. But the time in between is when we are enabled, if we are fortunate. Most of you have just entered that enabled time. What are we going to do with the time that we've got? In the words of the psalm, how are we going to number our days? How are we going to make our days count? Carpe diem, how are we going to seize the days we have? Are we going to take advantage of that time? Are we going to discover and build our wizardry? In Hamilton, central character Alexander Hamilton announces, I'm not throwing away my shot. We're not throwing away our shot this summer. Every year I ask the Hanukkah question, the most important time in human existence is now. You can be a musician, an author, an explorer now. You don't have to wait to be an adult. What's important is the passion to go after something. And you don't have to do it perfectly. Certainly, in learning something, we don't do it perfectly. We have to get through that stage. And I'll ask my annual question here, how many people are going to make a mistake this summer? OK. <laughs> I, I heard up here, I already did. <laughs> and that's probably true of most of us. We must dispel from our minds the idea that strong people never make mistakes. Richard Needham says, strong people make as many and as ghastly mistakes as weak people. The difference is that strong people admit them, laugh at them, and learn from them. That is how they become strong. As a matter of fact, if you're not making mistakes, you're probably not pushing hard enough. You're probably not setting your goals high enough. As Teddy Roosevelt said, the only man who never makes a mistake is the man who never does anything. Making mistakes is an essential part of learning and growing. Confucius said, our greatest strength is not in never failing, but in rising every time we fall. So if things get too easy for us, that should be a warning. If it's too easy, we need to challenge ourselves more because we're not growing if things are a breeze. That's the saying, uh, a smooth sea does not make a skillful sailor. So what are the things that talk us out of challenging ourselves? What do we say to ourselves to talk ourselves out of trying something new? Levi? People might laugh at me. I can't do it. You? It's not worth it. Is that going to be your story? No one. I can, I can do it tomorrow. 
Manana, I can put it off. I may have been one other one that we had there. Okay, it's important for us to be attuned to those things when we start to say them to ourselves and challenge ourselves to get through those. For a few summers, I've told about my experience sweeping Mem Hall with somebody who seemed to be just sort of doing it randomly. And I asked him what his system was. And he said, oh, I'm not very good at sweeping. And my reaction to that is, this is not a genetic thing. This is something that we can learn. And you may not be good at sweeping yet, but challenge yourself to get good at sweeping. I am convinced everybody in this community has the ability to get good at that. I'm not a good sweeper. It's a fixed mindset. I have fixed abilities. I'm not a good sweeper yet. Shows potential for growth and understanding that we have that potential to grow. Jerry's teaching himself to bugle should be a model for us of a growth mindset. Taking on new challenges, he had the confidence in his ability to learn. Not just his ability to become a bugler, but in his ability to learn. What can we take on? Think if our teachers and our counselors had a fixed mindset. How would we feel if a counselor said, uh, well, he's just not very good at that. Uh, he's not good at rowing or baseball, or he's just not very smart. A great teacher says he's not good at that yet. And part of our challenge is to figure out how good a teacher I am at making that happen and helping him learn those things. To be the best it can be, our community needs each one of us, and each one of us at our best. No one else has the perspective and experience that each of you has. You have things to contribute, no one else can. Mary Oliver, in a poem, said, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? In The Wild Geese, at the start of the poem, she says, you do not have to be good. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination, calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over announcing your place in the family of things, the place where your great passion meets the world's great need. What is it we plan to do with this one wild and precious summer, which will be over before we know it? We have a wealth of opportunities before us. Quoting John Wood, you may not understand it now, but you are among the most fortunate people in North America. And I've heard people at different times saying, wow, why did I get to be here? It's a good question. Every one of us could ask the question, but every one of us has the good fortune to be here. And it's now, because of this opportunity, our responsibility to go after that, to go after this summer. 
whatever good fortune brought us here. Two and a half years ago, an alum wrote in his college essay, many people think that camp is nothing more than canoeing and arts and crafts, but for me, it is where I have been taught my best lessons, gained my best values, and made my best friends. Many of us feel the same way. Even the oldest among us feel ourselves grow if we stretch ourselves at Pasquani. Will we take advantage of this? This is the traditional topic for this first Sunday. Opportunity and our responsibility and courage in seizing those opportunities. The first step is to stop and think. And that's what we're doing right now. We stop and think. What will I do with this summer? Since Mr. Ned's day, we've used a progression. You stop and think, then you take that thought and you sow the thought and you reap an act. You sow the act and you reap a habit. You sow the habit and you reap a character. You sow a character and you reap a destiny. We need to sow those thoughts with care. To make a great dream come true, you must first have a great dream. The Buddha warned, we have to think about that dream carefully. What do we want to be? The idea is to seek a vision that gives you purpose in life and then to plan, to plan your work and then work your plan, as someone around here is fond of saying. Prayers in Dana, that's a time when we plan our work, when we look ahead to what we want to do. It's a time to ask, what do I want to achieve? To swim, to sail, to row, to meet people, to sweep a dorm, to grow as a leader, to teach others. Our days are short and precious. The summer will fly. There are uncertainties. Will I be able to do it? Will people like me here? Will I be able to reach that goal? Will I be able to produce that bugle call? Facing challenges helps us grow, but we sometimes fear them because we fear making mistakes. And trying despite our fear is courage. But to be a strong community, we've got to also put courage in other people. We've got to encourage others. So now is the most important time in human existence. Now is the time to try something new, to make those bugle calls, to announce ourselves and others through our actions, lifting and encouraging other people. Now is the time to develop our wizardry, to bring our highest dreams to shape, to make each day a masterpiece. So what will you do with your one wild and precious life? What will be your bugle? Let's see some of your wizardry. Paraphrasing John Erskine, the greatest shop projects are yet to be constructed. The greatest skits are yet to be written. The greatest bugle calls are yet to be played. And the strongest communities are yet to be built. And they're to be built by youth. 